Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential, starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing this week? Hello, Scott. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. One of the questions that, uh, that I've been asked this past week since our last uh, couple podcast episodes was how... Uh, well, this one woman called and, and spoke with me and she said, how do I know I'm actually getting results? Because, uh, like, I think it's getting better, but she's really not 100% sure. And I thought that would be a really good thing to talk with you about in terms of how we can make sure that we feel like we're getting results. We know that we're getting results and uh, maybe can check for results. Yes, I, th- I think that's a great topic to explore, Scott. Thank you for bringing that up because um, uh, it, with traditional EFT and the way that Gary Craig, the founder of EFT, uh, taught us, uh, the way that uh, testing results is hugely important. Uh, it's not really enough to say, oh, I feel lousy, now I'm, I'm tapping, oh yeah, I feel a little better because how much is a little better? or how much is a lot better. Um, and it, it would be, it's sensible to have some kind of gauge. Um, and so Gary Craig created a system so that we could really understand that when the energy is balanced in our body, when it's straightened out, it's no longer creating that disruption. When we've balanced it through the tapping, um, naturally a cognitive shift takes place. And, uh, and and that that creates a different perspective. So it's like looking looking out of one window and then moving to a different room in the house and uh, say to the back of the house and looking out of a window facing in the opposite direction. So so we have a completely different outlook, a completely different perspective uh, from the the perspective we had before we started tapping. Um, and often what can happen in that case is we minimize what what initially was going on. So often with clients, and indeed with students in my workshops, I'll hear the, the kind of response of, oh, well, you know what, it really wasn't that much of a big deal in the first place. Or, oh, I was probably blowing it out of proportion. It's not that much. Or I don't know what I was worrying about. And that's because the shift has happened so powerfully that there is a part of them that can't connect into how they were feeling initially before the tapping. And I know that this might sound a little strange to us, but it happens all the time because the shift takes place. The perspective is a lot different. We're probably, well, definitely, if we've been tapping, feeling a lot calmer. So naturally, we're going to be responding differently. I mean, I, I recall when you and I have done tapping together on the podcast, you always feel a lot calmer after one round. So when we're calmer, naturally, we're going to be looking at things differently. And it's a natural progression that we're going to be thinking with more clarity. Um, And uh, I'll I'll use an example which sounds quite extreme, but it was actually one of the very first clients I worked with in the UK. And uh, we had been addressing 
a deep phobia that she had about driving on her own. She was okay if her husband uh, was in the passenger seat or her mother, but she preferred not to drive anywhere on her own. Um, and so we worked in, in the first and only session that we had on this, and uh, she, she went off home and her mother had been waiting in the car. And uh, then I called her after our session to check how she was doing. And I couldn't, I couldn't connect with her, so we played telephone tag a couple of times. And by the time I was able to speak to her, uh, it was about a week after our session. And uh, I asked her how she was doing, and she was fine. And I asked her if she had been out in the car. So she said yes, in a kind of strange tone, as if to say, why wouldn't I have been? And I asked where she'd gone, and she said, oh, I've driven the children to school, and I've been to the corner shop and I've done this and that and the other and I said and have you done this on your own with no one in the passenger seat and yes so I said well do you recall when we had our session uh, that, that this was a, a big challenge for you you felt extremely uncomfortable going out on your own with no no other adult in the passenger seat and uh, her response was, oh, yeah, well, that wasn't really that bad for me. Um, it, it really didn't matter that much. I, I think I was OK. So she completely minimized it um, and uh, responded as though it was never really a very big challenge in the first place. But, of course, it was highly debilitating because she wasn't able to drive anywhere on her own. Right. Uh, so what, it, what she had experienced was, as we call it, the apex effect, whereas she literally goes from black to white, night to day, that kind of thing, uh, where she had something so severe, but then she used EFT, and it was only one session's worth, that she, all, she literally couldn't remember ever being in that place. And so because the apex effect happens quite regularly, or if it's not as extreme as that, um, it, is, it is to the extent, as I mentioned just now, of people minimizing it, saying, oh, it really wasn't that much of a problem, or I didn't really feel it that strongly, or I don't know what I was complaining about, it's not that big a deal. I mean, it's not that big a deal. I hear that a lot with clients. It's because of that we need a way to test how the person was feeling before they tapped and then how they're feeling after tapping. So Gary Craig created a number system uh, which was zero, which is zero through to 10. And 10 is, this is the worst I could feel. And zero is, I don't feel anything at all now. It's fine. Uh, so, our, of course, our intention with EFT is that the more we tap, the further down the scale we want to be. So if somebody starts off with a really high intensity around something, say a 10, then obviously our goal is to get them as low as possible and hopefully a zero. Right, because we've talked about this before, and, and I've ex definitely experienced it where it's like, oh, I'm like just totally stressed out, or I'm just totally anxious, or I'm just beside myself, and then, okay, I do the EFT, I do the tapping, and, na -na 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 -na, and then it's like, ah, oh, yeah, what what do you mean stressed out? Oh, yeah, I was feeling a little stressed, maybe. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I mean, you were just beside yourself and unable to cope with anything, and now... You've got everything working great, and you and and but it's hard to to uh, see the difference between before and after. Exactly. Us, right, and of course our mind is so subjective. Everything is so subjective. It if I'm if I'm not feeling that way now, then I you know mustn't have been feeling that bad two minutes ago. 
Exactly. And that's where the minimizing comes in. Uh, you're so right. So I think the number system is incredibly useful. Uh, so we can uh, sort of check in and, and see where we were and where we are now. So, oh, I was a 10. Now I'm a six. Tap a bit more. Oh, now I'm down to a three. So we're constantly checking in. Um, and of course, the number system helps us to see if um, EFT is not working as well. And uh, you and I have done a podcast on that. Uh, if EFT is not working what can we do to uh, shake things up a bit and and so people can always check back to that podcast so for example if the numbers going down very slowly like 10 nine and a half nine eight and a half I mean that's not what we would expect with EFT our intention is some really good chunks of numbers going down uh, so there could be resistance there could be a number of reasons why it's it's very slow going uh, so we can turn that around by changing some things uh, but numbers um, aren't the only way that we can test results because uh, in my case when I think um, when I do EFT and I check into how I'm feeling sometimes it's really hard for me to think of a number it just isn't a way that works for me and often uh, clients say to me I really can't think of numbers so this is where we can become creative and, and determine other ways to test the results because it, numbers aren't the only way um, and there are many, remembering there are many different learning styles out there. So perhaps uh, uh, numbers don't work for all people using EFT. So one thing that I ask my clients uh, before we tap is as you consider this problem or concern that's going on, what's going on in your body? So I want them to have an awareness of their body. What are the sensations? Um, and to really be mindful of that. So inevitably, I hear things like my head's really tight um, or my shoulders are tight. They're almost under my ears. Uh, my chest is tight. My breathing's shallow. Uh, my stomach's churning. I can really feel a tightness in my solar plexus um, or my legs are aching. I'm not suggesting people feel all of that at once, but those are some examples that people, the sensations people may be aware of in their body. And uh, the reason why that's useful is I take a note of the sensations and then after doing some tapping, we check in and I ask them what those sensations are like now. And inevitably, they will have eased off. So, for example, if somebody's breathing was very shallow, it would have become deeper. If their head was tight, then the tightness would have either reduced or gone. Um, and this is a great way for people to, to understand that shifts are happening. The energy is moving. Uh, the anxiety around the situation is changing. And the body is responding because it's starting to relax. It's starting to feel safer and easier. Remember, uh, I mean, certainly coming from my specialized work on chronic illness, the, the the body is our messenger. It will tell us if something's going on. So really be mindful of those sensations and what the body's doing um, as a result of the tapping. And uh, thinking of the sensations, we can take it a step deeper as well and say things like, uh, say, for example, somebody says, oh, my solar plexus is really tight. So I might ask, well, is there a color in that area? Um, and they'll they'll state the color, and I might say, um, how big is that sen the how big is that sensation? Um, is it the size of a, a a fist, or is it larger than that? Is it moving around, or is it static? Uh, so there's all sorts of ways that we can start to really connect in and feel the body. 
And uh, something that's often interesting for me, Scott, is when I ask people what's going on in your body, what are the sensations, sometimes clients will say, oh, I don't feel anything in my body, uh, which is interesting for me, but I don't come from a place of judgment. And that's just the way it is for them. So then I ask them to guess, well, if your body was sending you a signal, it was sending you a message, what might that be right now? What sensation might be happening? Um, and that's a really great way of people starting to connect to their body because they can just imagine, well, I guess I'd have a headache thinking about this, or I guess my stomach would be churning as I consider this problem. And, right. uh, and I think that it's really important that people start to connect with their bodies. <laughs> as I say sometimes to my clients, we've got to come from a heartfelt place as well as a head place. I don't want people being a head and a neck running around on two pairs uh, on a pair of shoes just a head walking around i want people to be a whole so so have an awareness of what the body is telling us as we're considering the problems that we're facing that's a that's a great point because many many times we get far too much into our head mm -hmm. and uh, we think it has to be done a certain way or this is right or this is wrong whereas if we just listen to our body, it will give us most of the answers that we need. Yes, and I think guessing, like, oh, what, what might that, uh, that uh, sensation mean is enormously helpful. People tell me all sorts of amazing things uh, when, when I ask them that. Well, I guess my heart would be telling me uh, that it's time to slow down, or my heart would be telling me that it's breaking because it's not being listened to, or something like that. I mean, it's wonderful how creative we can get. And of course, there's no right or wrong. It just makes the, the process a little more open and a little more um, adventurous and creative. Um, and, and then regarding the sensations, um, I'll often ask this question, if that sensation, so say let's use the, the solar plexus that's churning, if that churning in your solar plexus could speak to me now, what might it be saying? Uh, so that's really useful. So people come up with a lot of uh, illuminating uh, things there like oh, I'm not good enough or uh, this will never end or I'm, I'm feeling so lonely or whatever it is that they I mean it's right for them in the moment and then I can incorporate that language into the tapping so it's it's very illuminating it's very useful to to have that uh, for example um, during the workshop this weekend um, uh, I was working with a lady who said uh, that she was very dissatisfied in her work. And um, she, I asked her where she was feeling that in her body, and she said, my heart. So I asked, what does your heart feel like? And she said, my heart is very heavy right now. So I said, okay, so if that heavy heart could speak to me, what would it be saying? Um, she, and she thought, and then pretty quickly she said, my heart would be saying, I'm bored and I'm also surprised because I've never felt this way in my work before. And as she said that, a whole load of sadness came up for her mm. because she realized that her work was extremely dissatisfying. Um, but it made her sad to think, wow, I haven't felt like this when I've been working before. Um, so just asking that question about what her heart would say uh, was 
uh, really illuminating. So of course I used that language as we tapped. So I'm bored and I've, I've, I'm, it makes me sad because I've just realized uh, this is, I, I've never felt like this before. This is the first time I felt like this. And uh, then when we checked back in and uh, tested how she was doing, her heart felt lighter. Um, so that sensation had shifted and she had another insight around that too, around uh, n not feeling that way before. So you see, it just opened a door for more answers to come up, more thoughts, more insights. That's very, very cool. And that's really what we want, right? Is we want to be able to have more insights and uh, more understanding because then we can be more compassionate about where it is that we're at. Absolutely, yes, because uh, it's not our fault. We're in this situation. We found ourselves here. It seemed right at the time, and or, or maybe it wasn't right, and we're, we're in the situation because we, we had to be or we felt we were being controlled. Um, but the body stores it all. I mean, the, the body is our marker, our bench line. So listen to the body because it's, it's, it has so much wisdom, and it's telling us when it's not happy. Um, so, for example, in my case, I know I store a lot of tension in my shoulders um, and I have regular rolfing sessions um, and often my rolfer will say to me, oh, your shoulders are tight. Have you had a hard few weeks? And then I'll say, oh, yes, it's been full on or I've done a number of workshops or whatever the situation is, uh, because for whatever reason, my body gets tight up there. Uh, so that's where I hold, I carry the load, I guess. If I feel overloaded with work or in my personal life, that's where I hold on to it. Mm. That's great to know. I yes. hold it in my jaw. So I'm like, I, if I clench and my teeth are sore because I've been scrunching them down and my, I have a jaw uh, where my jaw hinges is, is really sore, then I know I'm not looking after myself and that I'm way too stressed out and then I have to meditate or get rid of the stressors or do something because that's my key and I used to think that that was normal and I went to uh, I just thought that was normal nobody told me that nobody else had not everybody else had uh, you know painful jaws because they were clenching all night and grinding their teeth and I think actually dentists sort of they see a lot of it and they, they think oh, this is great, I can make a couple hundred bucks here. Because that's what they did. Is they said, no problem, we'll just get you a plastic thing, stick it in your mouth at night, and uh, you'll grind the plastic instead of your teeth. <laughs> oh, <Wonderful>. good. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and then when it gets really, really bad, we'll just take your teeth out, put new teeth in, <laughs> and I'm sure that we can do some surgery to fix the hinge in your jaw that you'll have destroyed. And, uh, you know take some muscles out of your calf, stick it into your jaw so that those muscles are back working and you'll be good. <laughs> Nobody ever said, you know, you could just relax. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But now you have an awareness. So that's the message your body is sending you. Because we're so heavily involved in life, Scott, that often we overlook things like I'm clenching my jaw or in my case, my shoulders are getting tight and they're right up under my ears or something like that. So listening to the body and being aware of that uh, helps us, I think, uh, if we choose to listen and then realize it's time to slow down a bit or it's time to do things a little differently. Mm -hmm, definitely. 
So these are all sensations to be aware of uh, before we tap and then after we tap, what's the body feeling like, what's it doing and so forth. And uh, another way that I find very useful uh, to test results is uh, more of a, a mind way, which is um, to if we're working on, um, on a, a memory of an event, for example, or um, a belief system, um, uh, or our experience of something, I, I ask my clients uh, to give that experience, that event, uh, the feeling that they have a title. So I say, if this was a book or a film, what would the title be? And it's really brilliant the way that uh, most of my clients are really creative and they come up with amazing titles uh, for their film or their book. Um, and then I use that that title, so to speak, in the tapping as well. So uh, even though I have this thought and I use the title or even though I have this memory and I use the title they've given me um, and then we do some tapping and then after we've tapped, I ask them to say the title again. Uh, that they created earlier, and I check in and, and rate the intensity that they feel as they say the title. Um, so, uh, for example, this weekend, one of the titles someone came up with, well, um, let me think of it. I, I know, I was pushed too far. So uh, we used that title as we tapped, and then after we'd finished doing some uh, rounds of EFT, I then asked her to repeat the title and I asked her the intensity she felt as she said that title. And as we continued tapping, the intensity went down as she repeated the title on and off. Uh, so just like checking into the body and sensing how that's changing, it's how our um, how we're interpreting the title. Like, is it still scary or is it still provoking anger or sadness or whatever the emotion is? Or is it becoming easier to say it? And are we feeling much more neutral as we say it? Right. So that's interesting. So you have a different way of judging the, because we talked about, you know, give it a number, eight. Now we do the tapping. Now give it a number, four. And this is a different way of uh, figuring out where we are because some people don't like numbers, right? That's right. Um, I mean, what I do is based on um, one of the oldest uh, emotional freedom techniques called the movie technique, uh, where, uh, which is based on neuro-linguistic programming. I mean, it, it comes from the, the, the premise of uh, we, we, want to, we want to be in a place, Scott, where we're sitting in a movie theater and looking at our, our memory of the event, whatever it was, as though it was on the screen rather than in our heads. So we are a, an observer rather than a participant. Um, and Gary Craig, uh, being a neuro-linguistic uh, pro programming master, um, created a similar technique with EFT, but I've kind of simplified it even more because uh, it, it's quite um, an elaborate process uh, in EFT. So I, I've simplified it by just saying, okay, that, that experience that you had, just give it a title uh, or that belief, give it a title or that feeling you've got now, give it a title if it were a movie or a book or theater production. Uh, so the person checks in and of course it's all subjective. It doesn't matter if it means nothing to me because they're the one with the the memory of it or they're the one with the feeling right now uh, so it, it has to mean something to them 
and so they give it a title. So they're really connected in there. Um, uh, as I say, it's meaningless to me, but it's incredibly meaningful to them. So their subconscious is hooked in and they're right there back there in what it felt like and what they saw and heard and all the rest of it. Um, and then after tapping uh, to check back in and ask them to say that movie title again, kind of gets them back in the, the place again, but with the intention that it's going to have less intensity around it. There's going to be less charge because we've tapped on it. Right, right. And so we can then tell that we've made a difference. Yes, exactly. So um, I would say to use the, um, the example of the student at the weekend, um, I've forgotten now what I said. I think I said something like it, 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 it had to go this far or it went I was that was it I was pushed too far so I said to her what's the intensity rating when you say I was pushed too far and she said it's a 10 so we tapped on that using the I was pushed too far language when we'd finished tapping I said say this phrase again I was pushed too far so she repeated it and I said what's the intensity rating now and she said oh it's gone down to a five or whatever it was uh, so it's another way to connect in um, and put ourselves back in the place. But it's a, it's a lot gentler as well, because we're really just focusing on a title rather than all the details of the event. Right, right. Cool. And that, uh, that helps people make those shifts and make those changes. Absolutely, yes. I mean, I, I can work from a very high intensity rating with a client down to zero just from stating uh, the title. Um, and, and likewise, acknowledging the symptoms that are going on the, in the body, sorry, the sensations that are going on in the body as they think of that title as well. Neat. So this, what this really suggests to me is that when it comes to EFT, there's a lot, it, it can be, it can be very, uh, there's a lot of different layers because we go and we do the tapping, we do the, the setup and we do the discovery and, and then we, we do the words, we talk to the subconscious uh, and, and that can be done at one level and then you can get deeper and deeper and deeper into it. Oh, yes. I mean, I always say to, to my clients, we're peeling away the layers here. So um, if somebody's at a very high level, say they're a nine or a 10, they're at the outer layer. Um, and then through a round of tapping, we peel away a, a layer and then we're at a, a, another layer uh, with a lower intensity. And then we tap again and then another layer is peeled away and uh, they're at a lower intensity still. Um, or you can, I often use the metaphor of digging. We get, we're just digging a little bit deeper and turfing out the soil. Um, so we're definitely getting deeper for sure. Cool. So if somebody wanted to uh, get deeper with their EFT practice, or maybe they're just listening for the first time and they want to know more about EFT uh, and how to use it, what should they do, Annabelle? Yes. Uh, well, Scott, uh, anyone listening, you're most welcome to visit my site, www.theefthealingcenter.com. Um, I offer a 30-minute complimentary phone session, so you're most welcome uh, to set that up, and uh, I can answer any of your EFT questions, or we can talk about me working with you as a practitioner. Um, I, I do have a full practice. Um, I am taking clients. Um, 
I also um, do offer workshops. So a lot of people that um, I meet and come into contact with are through my workshops. They're very interested, committed people who want to heal and grow and develop uh, their healing skills and have chosen EFT. Um, and my workshops uh, run throughout the year as well. So there's details on those on my website. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.